If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I need to make a confession. May I make a confession? Yeah. I am not totally comfortable with the date thing in the beginning of the show. Why? In the, because it's it's not flowing right. I like it. Oh, you're not comfortable with the placement. I, it's just not flowing right. And I was trying to, because whenever things change, like there's a period of, you know, adjustment. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I just needed to get used to it. But we got a voicemail from an upsider who had a suggestion about the date. And when she said it, I was like, oh my goodness, that's what needs to happen. So I think we need to just switch it up a bit. Hey guys, so I'm calling about how you're putting the date into the intro. It still sounds like a little bit awkward. I feel like you should try, after Callie says, welcome back, Jeff coming in and saying, today is Monday, February 28th. My name is Jeff Dollar and say I am grateful for... I like that. Yeah, I was going to say either that or, because I think it sounds awkward too, great observation, um, or I say what I'm grateful for first. Like, I think the person who does the date, like, it, it's an awkward pause. I don't think you say what you're grateful for first because there's just some, like... So you're going to say the date. I'll say the date. But I just think she raised such a great point um, later on in the voicemail where she says... I say it along in my head. If this is your first time listening mm-hmm. to the episode, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. And it's kind of a complete, like if it was written down, that would be in italics. Yeah. So today you'll say, if you've been here before, I, welcome back. And then I'll say what the date is and then the name my okay. name, and what I'm grateful for. And then we'll just go proceed from there. Sounds I, bet, good. I bet that's going to feel so much better. I'm going to throw this in here for my dad because he's on his little, his sleep journey, his journey to like figuring out and researching sleep this year. Uh, And no, he does not do that for a living. It is just my dad latches on to like themes and this year's theme is sleep. So dad, this is for you. I read. If you would, I have his phone number. Well. If you want to just want to reach out to him. I mean, I could, but every time he comes to our house, he has notes about the show. You know, like what we could be oh, doing you're, or like you're challenging him, the thoughts. Throwing him a bone here. So I'm throwing him a bone. So next time we see him, he'll, you know, he can tell me what he thinks of this. I read something about sleep psychology and it was talking about how instead of viewing sleep as like the last thing on a to-do list for the day, that you should approach it as the fresh start of a new 24 hours. So instead of being like, oh, and then I'm doing this and this and this, and I'm having dinner and then I'm doing this and then I'm going to sleep. You see it as I'm doing this, 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 this. And then the start of your sleep is the recharge and reset for the next 24 hours. That's a really interesting perspective shift. Which I I thought was cool because it's like not I have to go to bed. It's like I get to go to bed and recharge to have energy for tomorrow. Somebody said something like that to me once way in the past, back when I worked 
crazy morning show hours, you know, the hours that you work now. Mm-hmm. And they said, try to, to, instead of doing that math that everybody does when they can't fall asleep, like, oh my gosh, if I don't fall asleep right now, I'm going to get less than six hours sleep. Yeah. Less than five hours, mm-hmm. less than four and a half. Instead of doing that, um, focus more on like if it's getting later and later, like training your brain to think things like, oh, I need to sleep really hard. I hope I fall asleep, you know, and you get a really good deep, what's it called, REM sleep mm-hmm. or whatever. I really hope that happens so that you're not building up more anxiety. I tried that. I could never do it. I couldn't I couldn't not do that backwards math. Yeah, I always do the backwards math. But I think that is like something that, you know, I don't know, just a little mental switcheroo idea for you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, March 2nd. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for saying the date first. It felt really good. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for fertility insurance. I found what out- did you, what, what did you think of the date? Oh, I thought it was good, and I was going to let it roll off as just a oh, seamless okay. change, but you brought attention to it. Um, okay, sorry. So Jeff asked me- What I was going to say I was grateful for is comfortable shoes, but go ahead. Oh, okay. But I was so excited because it felt, it just felt different. It felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works. It felt like when you have a tag rubbing on you and then you fix the tag and all of a sudden it's like glorious. You're like, oh, I like the shirt again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our show is like a shirt that was irritating you. Yes. That's pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to clear, not clarify, but Jeff asked me yesterday, I've been doing a lot of talking on my Instagram about fertility related things because I had a meeting with a fertility specialist, a consult. It was actually at the end of last year. And we decided to, that it would be a smart idea to move forward with getting more information about how fertile or not fertile I am. Um, and it kind of threw Jeff by surprise. I, maybe I haven't been doing a really good job at explaining it, or it's in my head, or I know so many friends that have gone through fertility treatments that it's not a surprise to me. But Jeff said to me last night, he's like, okay, wait, so I don't really understand. I feel like we just put the gas on and it is like going, things are going really fast now. My experience with anything fertility related, my friends who have gone through it, our guy, I mean, I know women who've gone through, I know a lot of women who've gone through it, but at the point where I'm paying attention to it, people are talking about like IVF and, you know, very, like, I feel like they, they're, they've been in it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like it's like a five year. Right. Right. So, so I realized after I asked you that question, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's not that I feel like we're rushing into it. I just never once entertained what the entry point to talking to somebody about fertility looks like. To me, right. it's we're trying to have a baby. We're doing IVF. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. And there's no middle ground. And I'm like, that's actually not. That's like going to the 
dentist and having him say, oh, it looks like you might have a cavity. And you're like, take them all out. <laughs> right. Sign me up for the dentures. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not how it works. I didn't know anything about it, but I think since, you know, it's kind of happening to my body, I'm a little bit more aware of like what's going to go on because there are sorts of like so many steps. You don't just dive into IVF. Um, there's a lot to like discover and learn and all of the, all of this stuff. Um, so pretty much where we are is that I am 36, which means that infertility when you're 36, you're Betty white. I'm Betty white of having kids. Not really. You can have, I mean, you'll hear this when we release the episode with Dr. Libby, like they can, you can have a baby at 51. Like you, it, it can happen. So I'm not Betty white, but I am at the point where I'm like rapidly, losing eggs because we all do when we get to a certain age. So whereas when we started trying to get pregnant, they would say, okay, take a year, try to get pregnant on your own, whatever. They shorten that time to six months by the time you hit 36, just in the interest of like biological clock. So we've been trying since last August. Um, we had one chemical pregnancy, but we still haven't had success. Obviously I'm not pregnant. Um, so I called a fertility specialist and the first thing that they do is you have to get blood work. And then I have to go through a series of very invasive, uh, things that they're going to do to make sure everything is working as it should. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing next week. Fun. And I am not looking forward to it, but I will say, I asked them if I could have like a, like a Xanax or something, because my anxiety is like not, into is it the whole thing. is it surgery or just painful slash uncomfortable? It's not surgery slash invasive invasive slash uncomfortable. And I asked one of my friends who. Um, oh man, that is so awful. What <laughs> every everything about pregnancy is so terrible. Invasive? No, terrible for women. It's like. Not I mean, it's not terrible. It's no. cool that it exists, but is it, it really invasive? Is everything about pregnancy invasive? Yes. Yes, but, it is. Well, but when you compare if, if they have to check my fertility, that is not uncomfortable. Like it's the opposite. And that's <laughs> like, you get to have fun doing what you do. And then women are like, here, get poked, prodded, seven <laughs> yeah. vials of blood drawn, um, you know, yeah, no, not, not fun, but that's what I'm going to be doing next week. So it seems like a really big thing, but it's actually like the first step just to, you know, see what's going on. Um, and it doesn't mean that we will ultimately end up doing, you know, further treatment, but it just tells us what's going on. So if I understand this correctly, um, it, we are like, if somebody was asking me, or if I was bringing it up in conversation, we are not struggling with, is it struggling with fertility or infertility? Infertility. And yes, we are. Oh, we are struggling with it? By the books. By the books yes, we, we are. are. Mm -hmm. But we're not, like, if we're having the same conversation a year from now, that's when we start having conversations about the IVF type thing. If everything goes w well with the tests over the next week or two, right? Like, um, I just, I guess I don't know what the, maybe I should have done the interview with Dr. Libby. I, I really feel like you should have because 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like you should have. There's several steps and it depends on the person and what they think. So one thing that Dr. Libby has mentioned to me is that depending on, because a lot of it honestly depends on insurance. Like insurance sometimes only covers first you do this step, then you do this step, then you do this step. And so that's what we're kind of at the mercy of. But medically, she's like, you know, some people go straight from trying a, a drug that'll help you get pregnant to um, IVF because, you know, their systems are all go. They just need some help getting that to stick in there. And so we don't know until we look. So the, we're doing the first step. We don't know what the future holds. They don't always go in succession, but yeah. Okay. So that's where we are. Sorry that it's, it is, uh, yeah, confusing. Well, it's a learn as you go thing. It's, it's a, a learn as you go thing. And it's not something that I ever would have learned. So, yeah. all right, let's pivot 180 degrees and uh, I'm going to ask for some help because I would, would you call, you know, the story I'm about to tell Kelly, is this, is this an ethic? It's not an ethical question. It's a principle question, right? This is, well, is I it, don't know how much you're going to say. So why don't you tell your story first and then I'll like make little like additions and, and notations as you go. If you, Jeff has been stewing over this, by the way, for it's an injustice. In my mind, it's a little bit of an injustice, but I also am an overthinker who makes a lot of mountains out of molehills. But it's like it, it's itching you like a mosquito bite. When, when I got in the months before I got fired from my last radio job, there was a whole bunch of behind the scenes drama that I that I've never talked about and never addressed because I, it's it's neither here nor there. But the the very the the most basic version of the story is I lobbied really, 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 really hard for a year um, and advocated for the radio station to hire this this person as a consultant and to have them come help us be a successful show. And I convinced them to to hire him and then renew his contract for a year. Like I was the most vocal advocate for this person. Yes. You were like, we need this. I know there's a lot of money involved, but this will make or break us. And it, tur it turns out that he, while he was consulting us and, and, and working with us, helped somebody who had a employment agreement with us, help them find another job in the midst of their employment agreement. And this person ended up leaving and that departure set so many things in, in motion um, that it, it was the beginning of the end for me. It was the beginning of the end of my friendship with my old co-host. It was that, that departure and it, that nothing about it was handled well. I knew about his involvement in securing her this new employment, but I never said anything ever. I didn't say a word about it because. It would have made him look like a jerk, right? He would have gotten fired and we needed him. And I, mm -hmm. it would have been, it would have bruised my ego. Like I would have been, to me, it would have been such a, a, a mark on my record because mm -hmm. I advocated and advocated for this person. And then, then he that, destroyed the show that, well, he didn't destroy the show. He, he helped somebody. He pulled a Jenga block out. He pulled the, a Jenga block out that made everything very wobbly. Yeah. And I never once said a word about it because what good would it, like, what good would it do? Right. right. 
And also, selfishly, I still wanted him to work with the show. So I end up getting fired. Life goes on. Everything's fine. Somebody in radio pointed out to me a month ago that my name is on this guy's website. And I have I had like maybe one conversation with him after I left. Uh, it was a polite. I've never even told him that I knew. I was just like, whatever. You know what I mean? Just look. It's over. So he doesn't know that you know about the Jenga piece that he pulled he, out. He might. He probably has a pretty good but idea. you guys haven't talked about it. It hasn't been openly discussed. No, because I haven't talked to him. Right. I'm on his website at, with a testimonial that he, I remember him asking for years ago about, or maybe it was unsolicited, about how he helped me professionally. Mm -hmm. But I gave him this, I've only ever worked with him at, in radio. I worked with him at my last job and I worked with him at the job before that. Mm -hmm. So- there's a quote from me on the website giving him a glowing review and it identifies me as podcast host. Like it doesn't identify mm -hmm. me as a radio personality. So he's saying that he successfully coached you in podcasting implying, more or less. He's implying it. I should pro I should just let it go, right? Like who cares? Who sees that? Okay, first of all, like no one sees it. Um, second well, of all, people in somebody in radio. Well, I was trying to make you feel good. Uh, like well, as no, your wife, I was trying to like, you know, be like, no one's going to see it. You don't have to make me feel good. I just, is this something where, where you go back and go and rehash the past and go, bleh, cause it, cause it's bugging me. Or do I just keep putting it out of my mind? Cause the truth is in seven days, I it won't, I'll probably forget about it. Um, do you want my opinion, but you have been stewing on it for a couple weeks. So are you taking an upside vote? Do you want my opinion at all as to what I think you should do? Or yeah, would you I, like to, get I would be very interested in your opinion on a personal note. Um, this reignites a lot of, um, me wanting to fend Jeff and just claw people's eyes out. Gotta be honest. Brings <laughs> up a lot of old, like, you know, I've dealt with it. I've dealt with the anger I had about certain things. I have, Moved on, um, normally speaking, but this has kind of like dredged up some irritation for me. Because you knew in real time what was happening. I knew it was happening, happening, and I was watching. I was watching it unfold, and I was so mad and protective of you that I am actually very impressed that no one got the scathing wrath of Cali Dollar. Um, but I think that. In my head, it's a nice little dream to be like, hey, you did this. And blah, blah. I think you got to let it go. Okay. I think you have to let it go because it's just, I don't think it's going it's to have an it, impact it, on you. And as much as it would feel good to not be aligned with that, I think it would make you, because you're such a compassionate and, and sweet person, I think that it would actually kind of like haunt you after you made that request. That I made mm -hmm. him feel badly about what? Yeah. I think that would make you feel bad. Really? Mm -hmm. You don't think so? You think you'd be like, yo, dude, I don't want this on your website. Take it down. And then you wouldn't feel bad about it. Well, what I'm trying to rectify, what I, in my head is, I think I would just be using that as an excuse to tell him, I know what you did. Do you want to tell him, you know what you did? It doesn't matter. I'll never interact. Not that with it matters, but if it's something that you feel like is opened, like do well, you? Mm -mm. Hmm. No, I mean, why? Why? The closure for you? I don't need closure. 
Remember, we had this, we've had this conversation a million times, like about the forgive and forget thing. I'm like, you can just forget about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need closure. And things are going to pop up every now and again. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. then it's it's going to go. It's it's actually remarkable the amount of stuff like this that I've talked about on the show. That the minute I say it out loud, all of a sudden I feel better about it. Do you? Yes. It's like therapy for you. It's like ridiculous. Like, why do I need to? You don't. Why do I even need to empower him with knowing that I'm thinking about it? You know what I'm saying? Well, he'll, now he'll probably hear it on our show. Um, I doubt he listens. I don't think he listens, but I am sure that someone will like send it to him. But anyway, so yeah, see, there you go. Here's like, you've said it out loud and then you can just, you know, let it go. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I tried to come up with a good joke about social distancing. This is as close as I could get. Catalina Crunch is a zero-sugar, keto-friendly, low-carb cereal that's a delicious addition to snacking. If you're like me, I have a sweet tooth, and I really don't want all the sugar, but I really want that, like, little taste of sweet. We got the dark chocolate and the cinnamon toast flavors recently, and they are such a good snack. They don't make you tired and lethargic after you eat it, so it's really great because you get the taste of it, but then you also keep your energy. If you're trying to eat better, Catalina Crunch has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. Plus, it has 11 grams of protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. It's gluten-free, grain-free, and non-GMO. Taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers have given Catalina Crunch a five-star review. They've got eight awesome flavors to choose from, like honey graham, maple waffle, or mint chocolate chip, and you can order them as a single flavor or in a variety pack. See why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest-growing cereal brand in America. Just go to catalinacrunch.com slash upside for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's catalinacrunch.com slash upside. Not sure which flavor to start with? Try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and their snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's catalinacrunch.com slash upside for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. So many people take some kind of multivitamin and it's really, really difficult to choose the right one. You need high quality ingredients that your body's actually going to absorb, but you need to make it easy. Taking four, five, six different pills once or twice a day, not going to happen. AG1 from Athletic Greens is a tiny little micro habit with big benefits. It's a multivitamin in powder form. You mix it with eight ounces of water, give it a shake, drink it down. It's that easy to get all of your daily vitamins, supplements, all that good stuff right into your body. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we're in flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com upside. Again, that's athleticgreens.com 
Allianceplans.com slash upside to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a teenager, and something I know for sure about mental health from my own journey is how helpful it is to have an expert alongside you instead of just being prescribed a medication and then kind of left to your own devices. Dunn's board-certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment. And the best part is every Dunn practitioner is an ADHD specialist. There are characteristics of ADHD that make my life a lot harder that I didn't even know about that could be treated or that I could manage until I got treatment from an expert. Knowledge is power. And when you work with a specialist, you'll learn so many helpful things that you may have never known otherwise. Membership to Dunn includes one-click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider and is now available in more than 30 states nationwide. They're adding new states all the time too. The time is now to treat your ADHD and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with Dunn. Initial appointments are 100 $199, but as an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to dun.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to dun.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, stay away from sad people because bad moods can be as contagious as viruses. Researchers at the University of Hawaii say that people pick up bad moods from others automatically and unconsciously after only 20 to 25 minutes of exposure. See, this is why we want you to listen to The Upside every day. This well, is why. Because we want to put you in a better mood and then we want to send you off in the world so your bad mood doesn't ripple around all, the, all over the place. This also explains, though, how miserable like how one person can make a workplace or an event or something so miserable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've been that person before. Where you've ruined it for everybody in the room? Yeah. Not in the room, but like, you know, if I'm having, I, I really only have like three day-to-day -day coworkers that I see that are like, you know, in my little space area. But if I'm in a bad mood, they all instantly know and it impacts all of them. Really? Mm -hmm. mm. Yep. Um, my second random thing is moms spend more than an hour a day driving kids around. Um, I'm actually going to change that. Parents now spend more than an hour a day driving kids around and running kid-related errands, which is 20% more time in the car than average non-parents. So if you are um, a parent and you want to put chauffeur on your resume, you certainly can. And finally, my third random thing is if you smell fish in your house, but Ew. you don't have any seafood in your house, it could be a sign of an electrical fire. Um, some plastics and rubbers and other insulations that are around wires have a fishy smell when they start to get that hot. That is disgusting. And melt. So if you smell an overwhelming seafood smell in your home, but you're like, nope, no fish here, check your appliances because you could be saving your family from a fire. Those are my three random things. I'm like dry heaving right now. So let's take that um, food and turn it into food, mm, which is what we say to Ellie all the time. Good transition. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I have a list. Top snacks in the U.S. Jeff Dollar, would you like to guess 
the top five. And I would like to preface this by saying that I wholeheartedly disagree with most of the top five and 10. Okay. Define like how specific are we getting? These would be like chips, candies. Oh, potato chip is number one. Um, kettle chips. Is that the same thing? That's not the same thing. No, that's a brand. That's what I was just asking. Oh yeah. It's brands. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give you that one. Number one though. Number one. Really? Potato chips. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be number one in the U S I don't know. I guess that makes sense. Cause they're like neither. They're not disliked. I don't know anyone that dislikes potato chips. Um, kettle brand. That's a, I'm not, I, I don't know. There's a couple brands that I'm like, those are way too salty, mm-hmm. but I don't know. A chip is a chip. Yeah. And I don't like it when sometimes restaurants try to get fancy and like, we have homemade chips, you know, and they slice them too thick and they're weird. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Um, but yeah, chips, uh, other snacks, um, cookie. I feel like I need to be more specific because it was cookie, Oreo cookies, Oreos. Oreos, top 10, not top five. Number nine. Seriously? I know. I have beef with that. Okay, continue. Um, what about... I don't know why I want to say popcorn because popcorn's not on here. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Um, M&M's. M&M's. Top 20, not top five. What else could be in Number the Number 19. What else could be in the top five? Oh, uh, Doritos or some <laughs> why of. Why do you say that so weird? Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> Doritos. Doritos. Um, <laughs> Red bag or blue bag, either one. Doritos. Top 20. Not top five. How? Number 13. Cheese it. Not E. Oh, no. They're top 20, not top five. Okay. Give us the stupid top five. Because how? Number one, kettle, kettle chips. Kettle chips, yep. Number two, Reese's. Peanut butter cups? Mm-hmm. Number two in the country? Mm-hmm. No. I think, I think, I don't know if it's number two, but it's definitely top five. Number three. Hold on. Does ice cream, does, is, is there any sort of frozen treat on there? No. What? <laughs> this is a dumb list. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups. What number three? <laughs> Did you just say what number three? So what's number three? Chex Mix. What? Uh-huh. I disagree with that. Also, number four, you're going to get up and walk out of the studio. Is it raisins? No. Almond Joy. The, who Top put this? five snacks in According the According to who? Number five is the one that I can get on board with, Goldfish. I don't like Goldfish. You eat Ellie's all the time. Because they're convenient. Mm. I don't really care for them. Like, I would never just be like, what about like nuts? Just mix nuts. Or like. Uh, Planters Peanuts was number 21 on the list. This list is terrible. Who wrote it besides somebody who's terrible? A food magazine. Um, And I will say Kit Kat was number 14. I feel like that should be higher. Chips Ahoy is number 12. I feel like that should be higher for me. What's the rest of the top 10? Okay. Top 10 after Goldfish. Yeah. Tostitos. Trail mix, which what's the difference between trail mix and Chex mix? Chex has Chex. Chex mix is, is, is the stuff with raisins. the cereals with cereal and pretzel okay. and stuff. Trail mix is like M&M's, mostly usually raisins, peanuts. Uh, number eight, Fritos. Number nine, Oreos. Number 10, Cheetos. Where's Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its is number 17. Pringles is number 23. Sorry, I know you like Pringles. I don't even like this list. That magazine should lose <laughs> its license to have the word food on the cover. What are your top five? Quickly, 60 seconds or less. 
Um, it has, seconds or less. It has to be more generic, but um, I would do potato chips mm-hmm. um, at the top. Then I would do, um, I, I, I like ice cream. I like cold treats. So like those Yasso bars that mm-hmm. we get, those are good. Um, a, a mixed nut, a good mixed nut, handful of mixed nuts, you know, so I can shake them like dice before I eat them. My dad does that too. So weird. Number four. Um, number four would have to be some sort of Dorito type thing. Okay. Number five. Number five. After all peanut- that, you're not going to put che- cheese that's in your top five? No. Ugh. No, number five, I think would be um, like peanut M&Ms or Hershey Kisses, something chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about peanut butter crackers? Ew, what, what about no, those? That wouldn't even make my top 20. What about those Lance crackers things? Lance has a soft spot in my heart because they used to have, did you remember as a kid ever seeing a Lance vending machine? You've talked about this before, an all Lance vending yes. machine? No. There was one at the beach that my family used to go to every year. And it was like one of those old ones where you'd pull out, you know, how like cigarette. Yeah. The uh, old cigarette machines. Yeah. How you would like pull it out. That was what the Lance thing, you know, was full. Like that was how you operated it. And I remember being excited when I would see the Lance truck pull up. Cause I knew that meant they were restocking. Did I imagine, machine. did I make this up as, is like trying to be funny or did this really exist? But was there an advertising campaign trying to push people to buy those crackers and it's called put some Lance in your pants? <laughs> or did I make that? Or did I make that? Why up? would you put Lance in your pants and to, not your mouth? To take it with you. It was like to encourage people. It's like when they put, you know, wash hair again on your shampoo bottle. Hmm. Like, are you Googling Lance in your pants? Yeah, I'd of be course re- I am. I'd be really careful with that. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. A new month means a new show close. And this month's show close is Nightbird, who performed on America's Got Talent. Um, I think it's the season that just ended. She brought everybody to tears with her performance of an original song and including Simon Cowell, he gave her the golden buzzer and and you learned while she was talking to the judges that she actually had cancer in her body. She was 30 years old. And um, in her backstage speech, she said that the doctors had only given her a 2% chance of, of survival. And she says, I'm living my life because 2% is greater than zero. So um, she passed away, I think, two weeks ago. She was 31 years old. Um, And before she passed, she used to post from uh, her bed on Instagram. And so the show closed this month is a few remarks from her about accepting the bad parts of life as part of the journey and being grateful for them as much as you're being grateful for the good parts of your life. So rest in peace, Nightbird, and thank you for your words of wisdom. I am listening to today's episode a little bit later than usual, but I just need to tell you, I loved your intro for today's episode, March 1st. Um, Even though I've been listening to you guys, actually, Jeff, I was listening to you on Star then followed the whole thing when you got fired to the start of the podcast. Love it. And I just, when you recapped everything, it really 
made me think about it for a second. I have not missed an episode. Love listening to you guys every single day. It's just a part of my routine and whatever you guys do is amazing. And I'm just so proud to be a part of the upside community. And I am grateful for you guys. Love you. Bye. Butcher Box is a subscription service that delivers high quality meat right to your door. This makes meal prepping so easy. Now you can curated box, which they design, or you can do what Callie and I do, and that's make a custom box. Either way, you're going to get between eight and 14 pounds of meat right to your door every single month, packed fresh, shipped frozen for convenience, and you're going to save time on your next grocery store trip, and you're never going to wonder if what you need is in stock because it's right there on your doorstep. I love the red meat. They got grass-fed red meat. so delicious. They've also got wild-caught seafood, free-range organic chicken, even more. And all their sourcing decisions are made from holistically keeping the farmer, the planet, the animal, and your family in mind. If you want to have free ground beef for life, Listen up. You never have to shop for ground beef again with ButcherBox. They are giving new members free ground beef for life, plus a $10 off coupon. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash upside. Get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership, plus a $10 off coupon. Log on to ButcherBox.com slash upside. You can claim this deal today. If your company is having a tough time hiring right now, you are not alone. There are 46% more jobs being posted than there were before the pandemic, and there are 44% fewer candidates applying to each one. This is a particularly tough time. Workable helps hiring for companies of all different types and sizes, from coffee shops to corporations and everything in between, easy and seamless. Find the right candidates and hire them fast. Workable accelerates every step of your hiring process from find to hire. They cast the widest net possible by posting your jobs to all of the top job boards with just one click. It helps you evaluate and hire quickly with modern tools like video interviews and e-signatures. Workable will even help you automate repetitive tasks like scheduling interviews so you can spend your time on what's important, making hires. Workable is exactly what you need to hire the right people fast. Start hiring today with a risk-free 15-day trial. If you hire during the trial, which many people do, it won't cost a thing. Just go to workable.com to start hiring. Workable is hiring made easy. Hey, Jeff and Callie, it's Melissa Black. I was calling um, with a suggestion on a great veggie to make. It's from the Laura Lee Balance Cookbook, and it's the turmeric and tahini roasted cauliflower. I made that last night. It is delicious, and I bet you Ellie would love it too. Have a great one. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I had to stop today's episode, and I need to let you know that you will be receiving a call from Child Protection Services or DFAX putting spinach in a waffle. Are you a fun sponge? How to ruin a waffle in one easy step. Yuck. Bye. Hello, it's your friend Alice from Atlanta commenting on the Ellie needs more veggies in her belly topic. I'm the same way. I do not eat vegetables, therefore do not know how to cook vegetables. But what I did when I was pregnant and with my kids is I drink a lot of green juice. And I give my kids green juice, and they love it. 
I don't, I don't think they realize what's in it, but it gets them the nutrients they need while I can figure out how to cook vegetables that are disgusting. So just an idea. Green juice for the win. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I was an egg donor in my early 20s and actually donated three times in one year. It is amazing the amount of hormones that we take. I mean, we do just as much work to help a woman get pregnant as the woman is preparing her body for one of our eggs. The egg retrieval process, the shot process, it's a very, very extensive process. Um, The testing we go through ahead of time, the questionnaires, I mean, all of the things we went through, it was probably a six-month process before I got to the egg donation part. And then you can donate, a woman can donate four times in her lifetime. And I literally did donate three times in one year. Um, So it was like hormone overkill. And then I stopped, but it was um, a very rewarding experience to know that I helped somebody else have children when I personally did not want any. Hey, you're talking about vegetables for Ellie and not knowing how to fix them. And I just kind of have to chuckle because, you know, there are frozen vegetables and there are canned vegetables. And all you got to do is either microwave them, boil them, or open up a can and warm it up. If you want something extravagant like broccoli au gratin, of course, that's going to be a little bit more. But very basic to start her out on vegetables. And Callie's right. She's only going to eat more vegetables if she sees you eating them. But carrots and peppers are a good start. Give her some tomatoes. Try some cauliflower raw. It's kind of like an apple. If she's had an apple, that crunch will just be like an apple. Some celery. Maybe try some radishes. Those can help supplement, you know, for snacks type thing. Anyways, get your veggies on. I used to believe that if I was sad, it meant that I wasn't fighting hard enough or I wasn't grateful enough. And that's not true. Be sad and be grateful and look at the twinkly lights and feel your feelings. It's all real. The joy and the pain is all real. And you don't have to pick one or the other. Life is beautiful or life is garbage. It's kind of both sometimes.